Lord, continue to strengthen you and elevate you. And may you continue, amen, to understand the mysterion, the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Our scripture reading, we're going back to where we were on last week, and amen, our title is How to Handle Anger in the Workplace. Amen. I believe we need to address this just a little bit more before we move on. Ephesians 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25 and 26. Ephesians 4, 25 and 26. And then also James, praise God, James chapter 1, verse, amen, uh, 2, 3, and 4. James chapter 1, verse 2, 3, and 4. Praise God. Amen. Paul is, uh, in his writings, most of his epistles, he, uh, his format uh, is the same. Um, and uh, Ephesians is black glaring, amen, uh, with this particular function. I mean, with this particular format. He always deals with doctrine before he deals with behavior because your doctrine will dictate your behavior. Amen. So your doctrine will dictate your behavior. And so what Peter, I mean, Peter what Paul does is in Ephesians uh, chapter 1, 2, and 3, it just indoctrinate uh, the church at Ephesus in regard to who they are, who they are, what they have obtained in, in the Lord, so that they uh, can come up from their poor acting state. And they're living like beggars. They're living below their given potential and their given standard. And Paul says to them, let me remind you, let me tell you who you are, amen, and then so that you know what, the, the royal blood that's in your veins. Then it gets to chapter four, and he goes from doctrine to behavior. There are no direct imperatives. There are no direct commands to do anything in Ephesians chapter uh, one, two, and three. <clears throat> but in chapter four, he starts dealing with behavior. And he starts out by saying, I beseech you, praise God, by the mercy of God, that you walk worthy. Amen. So there's no walking worthy until we're thoroughly indoctrinated, thoroughly taught. Amen. So chapter four, as where our scripture is, is part of uh, the behavioral part of the letter to the uh, Ephesians. Amen. To the letter to the Ephesians. And if you read Colossians and Philippians and much of Hebrews is on follow that same pattern. And we should teach and we should expect the saints to grow in that same pattern. You cannot be angry with someone whom we have not thoroughly indoctrinated. We cannot be upset with someone who has not been taught, who has uh, not just once or twice, amen, teaching, uh, training is repetitive, amen. You can't just say what well, I told you one time, amen. We don't even raise children like that in the natural. It's a process. It's a training. It's a development. Amen. And we should think them on, on, on those terms. Just because they came and been a part of our church for one year, that doesn't make any, that doesn't mean, it would mean something. But, it, amen, you have to give them one year understanding and one year patience because they are exactly that. Amen. One year old. Praise God. And so it's important that you think like that. So, anyway, uh, chapter one, two, and three is more about doctrine. Chapter four, it's about behavior, and that's what we're going to get to. In chapter 4, there's a, some random type things that he gives uh, as a that is an instruction for our lifestyle. Uh, it's important to understand, too, that if we don't have the principles in the Holy Ghost uh, that's required in chapter 1, 2, and 3, 
chapter 4 on is virtually impossible. Amen. Chapter 4 on is virtually impossible. Amen. So chapter Ephesians 4 and um, 25 and 26 in James 1. Ephesians 4, 25 in the New International Version says, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood or lying and speak truthfully to, to your neighbor, for we are all members of the body. Here's another little instruction. He says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. In your anger, do not sin. Last week, we read it from the New Living Translation, and it says this uh, in verse 26. Uh, do not sin by do not sin by letting anger control you. That's the key right there. Amen. Praise God. And do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. In other words, that term says, amen, uh, I don't think it's talking about literal. What it's saying is that uh, don't let it linger on. Amen. Anger has a rotten effect in your spirit. It, amen. It takes over. Amen. Anger has this rotten effect rottening effect in your spirit and it just literally keeps on eating until it takes over. Purge yourself of that quickly. That's what he's saying. Purge yourself of that quickly. And, it's a, and, it's, and it's a, here's the key word, if you're taking notes, write this down. I, amen. I choose to obey God. It's a choice. I choose to obey God. Amen. Uh, one of the most difficult things to do in the workforce and but, it, but yet possible um, is to have a Holy Ghost filled, powerful uh, time, amen, all weekend. Amen. Let's just say all weekend. God moving in your life all weekend. Praise the name of the Lord. Powerful service, powerful word. And then your mind subconsciously in Sunday evening, you're thinking to yourself, I got to go back into this hostile environment. Amen. And sometimes we feel, amen, I'd rather just stay where I am in the spirit. Praise God. Well, God didn't design us to do, to, to do that. Amen. Uh, so it's hard. You're thinking to yourself, man, I got to go to work and I got to deal with this. Glory to God. Uh, it's important that we get a hold of this because as intercessors, it will affect your life. Amen. Uh, Jesus, in John 17, verse 15, John 17 and 15 said, "Do not, I do not pray that you should uh, take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. For, amen, they are sanctified. They are not of the world, just as not I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Praise God. He says, amen, don't take them out of the world. Praise God, but keep them from the evil one. Amen. Keep them from the evil one. So if he keep us here, it's for a purpose. Keep us here for a purpose. James chapter 1, and my time is going fast. James chapter 1, verse 2 and three and four. My brother, count it all joy. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience and let patience have its perfect work that uh, you may be perfect or mature, complete, lacking nothing. You may be balanced. You may be complete, lacking nothing. That you may not be a person, and, uh, and I'm speaking in men's terms, who uh, only work on the upper body in the gym, but never the lower body. He says, I need you to be in balance so that you don't, amen, they don't have a place where the adversary can come in, give place for the devil. Praise the name of the Lord. 
give place for the devil. Glory to God. Amen. The first thing that uh, I want to say, and you take taking notes, write this down. Amen. Uh, trials come to make us strong and not destroy us. Amen. Trials come and come to make us strong and not destroy us. This thing did not come to kill you, to destroy you. Praise God. And if it's happening, it's, it's happening under the watchful eye of the Almighty. Praise God. You can't be angry. Amen. God gave us the, the emotion angry. You can't be angry, but sin not. Praise God. In Ephesians 5, there is a manifestation of the fruit of the Spirit called self-control, which is in direct contrast to the outburst of anger. Praise God of the flesh. So there's a, there's the, there we have that we have walking in the flesh, outburst of anger. Amen. Control yourself. Praise God. Walking in the spirit. Glory to God. Amen. So it's that. It's the next thing, if you're taking notes, you can write this down. Amen. Uh, God will always allow our weaknesses to be exposed. Amen. God will always allow our, our weaknesses to be uh, exposed. Amen. And why? So that we can confront those weak areas. So that we can confront those weak areas. If it were not that you were, that we were not weak in an area, uh, it wouldn't make us so mad. It wouldn't, amen, get in our skin like that. Or that individual wouldn't, all the time when they come around, they wouldn't make us so mad. You got to be delivered because when you just, just grossly dislike, I'm not going to say hate, people, they control your day. Amen. They control your day. How do they do that? So when they come around, your mood change. Amen. When they come around, your mood change. When you see them, you shift. Praise God. That I don't, amen. It's not worth letting anyone have that much control over you. Amen. Bless those that curse you. Bless them. Amen. Buy them a lunch ticket. Hey, praise God. Amen. Ask them how their weekend. Do the very opposite that your nature wants to do, your flesh wants to do. Amen. And this, again, to write this down, it's about choice. It's about choice. I choose to. I choose to walk worthy. I choose to walk circumspectly. I choose to walk, amen, as the Bible said. Praise God. Amen. So the, uh, back to my point, amen, uh, these things happen so that God can strengthen the weak areas. James said then, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Amen. So there's going to be a strengthening and, 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 and uh, uh, elevating if you treat the situation right. You're taking notes, write this down. Amen. Treat the situation with God's kind of wisdom. Praise God. You got to treat the situation with God's kind of wisdom. Glory to God. And then write this down again. Amen. It's a choice. I choose to take this before the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. So it didn't come to destroy you, but it came to, uh, amen, it came to, God allowed it to strengthen you. If you were not weak in that area, it wouldn't have made you mad. Amen. If you were not weak, praise God. Now, if there is an outburst where you angry and maybe didn't sin, but you got out of character, praise God. Uh, write this down. Uh, always evaluate uh, where you fail. Always evaluate where you fail. Diagnose it. Amen. Look backwards before you look forward. Amen. Look backwards before you look forward. What does that mean? Amen. Is that check your prayer life, your regular 
uh, disciplined regime of praise and worship in the word, prayer life, your quiet time. How was that the three, four, five days up until that point? Amen. Always diagnose it. Never just let it go by. Amen. Uh, where was, where were I? Where, where, where were you? Did you uh, minimize or did, did you cut that time short or not at all? Didn't have your prayer time but not at all. Uh, got off, things happened. There's a thousand different, different reasons that happened. Amen. Most of them are not, most of them are not worth it. But anyway, Praise God. It happened. So think back before you go forward. Amen. The other thing that's important, and we're going to pray, the other thing that's, that's important is, amen, when you're thinking backwards, did you meditate on it beforehand? How long did you allow it to be, amen, you meditated on that person, that situation, amen, that event, amen, before it became out of control? Amen. So always evaluate yourself. The flesh is an unruly beast. The flesh is an unruly beast. Glory to God. If there's something happens where you could not be in the service Sunday, that's an undead giveaway. Praise God. Uh, or there's something that happened to where you weren't in the prayer on Saturday, intercession on Saturday, and you just kept going, busy with life, busy with this. Bam, Sunday, I mean Monday, Tuesday morning, Trial. Amen. So you have to evaluate. Did you pray on the way to work? Amen. Have you been doing that or have you slacked on it? You see, you have to look backwards before you look forward. Amen. And looking backwards, this is my last point. Amen. Be honest before the Lord concerning your weakness. Be honest before the Lord concerning your weakness. Always put your, amen, be naked before the Lord and unashamed. Always expose yourself before the Lord. This is who I am. Not that you won't go into depression and all of that, and I'm just not. No, the Lord knows who you, who we are and what we need. Amen. So be honest before the Lord. You don't be honest before nobody else. Praise God. Be honest before, before the Lord. Glory to God. I want to throw this thing in that's going to help you as well. Amen. Um, um, anytime there are, there's a, a sin that's growing, and that you're being enticed by in an unrelated era, not even related to anger, not related to that situation, not related to the outburst, praise God, but it's just uh, something that we are, are meditating on, that we're nursing, or actually even uh, engaging in, praise God. It will always make, uh, that will always make you completely um, weak before the enemy, before trial. It will always do it. Amen. Uh, if you're taking those, write this down. You can get the background in Joshua 7, I think you like verse 1 through 12. Amen. God told Joshua, you were not able to stand before your enemies because of the accursed thing that's in the midst. Praise God. Because of the accursed thing is, is, is in the midst. And so uh, these things will always have you already off. It just took the situation to expose it. I'll say it again. You can take notes, write this down. These things will always have you already off. Amen. It just took the situation to tip it over, to expose it. Praise God. Amen. Holiness is for so many reasons. but This is one of them. Glory to God. Amen. You can't walk in the enemy's territory uh, for three days and then try to just overcome in one day. 
it just has this element to it where we are just irritated. Sin always causes irritation. Praise God when we start talking about holiness. Amen. Sin will always cause irritation when we start talking about holiness. But oh God, it's a it's a it's a like honey. Amen. It's sweet to the taste, but bitter in some cases to the stomach. Praise God. So we have to evaluate yourself. You know, ask the Lord to show you. Amen. What happened? And, and then if it's a weakness, ask the Lord for strength and help. Praise God. Ask the Lord for strength and, and for help. And then you defuse the situation. You're the one with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Greater is he that is within you than he that's in the world. You're the one with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. You're the one baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. So you be the difference maker. I'm going to say this again and I'm done. You, we, amen. We are the ones. I said like that. Filled with the spirit of promise. We're the one that's filled with the creative power of God. We are. We are the one. Amen. We're the one God has put in the world to be uh, uh, ambassadors for Christ. We're the ones that's the difference maker. Hallelujah. We are the ones. We're the one that's supposed to infect, I mean, affect the world and don't let the world uh, infect us. We are the ones to affect the world. We're taking those right there down and not allow the world to infect us at the same time. Glory to God. Like Daniel. Daniel got thrown in the lines again. That lines then because his, his co-workers hated him. And they found a way to throw him in. They found a way to get him in trouble. But God delivered him from the mouth of the lion. And he'll do us the same way. Praise God. Amen. Remember, you're not just at the job, but you're on an assignment. Somebody need to know Jesus. There are many that need to be prayed for. Many that need to be encouraged. Many that need to be comforted. Many that need to be, amen, exhorted and built up. Stay on assignment. Amen. Not just. Uh, that's just a means to an income. That's not who you are. Amen. Go to that job, stay on assignment. Stay in the intercession. Praise God. Amen. Uh, turn that intercession on, amen, inwardly. Glory to God. Listen to this. You're on, a, an, on assignment. Stay on assignment. Some don't know Jesus. Be prepared. Pray for God will save some. Some, amen, uh, 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 KGB, the CIA saints. They're top secret. You don't know who they are. Praise God, because you never know. They talk so crazy. Act so ignorant, you don't even know they're saved. Praise God. Pray for them that God would sanctify them wholly, that they might not be ashamed of the gospel, nor bow to the world. Glory to God. Amen. Stay, stay on, listen to, listen to, stay on assignment. Always go to your place of employment. Amen. That is a means to an income, not your identity. Stay on assignment. Amen. Go this morning on assignment. I'm on assignment. Who the Lord going to, who is God, who is it that the, that the Holy Spirit is going to allow me to be a blessing in their life? I'm a reservoir full of water, amen, and I want to be a drink for the weary traveler. Stay on, listen to me, stay on assignment. Praise God. Stay on assignment. You're not there, amen, to, <laughs> amen, uh, play around and all this other stuff. Be so friendly, you can't, you can't uh, minister. Be friendly, but not to the point you can't minister to them. Amen. That's what you're there for. Say again, stay on assignment. Stay in assignment mind. Praise God. Amen. If, that, if the, there's somebody that intimidates you uh, to the place where you are not standing up where you should, ask the Lord for strength. Praise God. For God's not giving us a spirit of fear, 
but a power and a love and an and of a sound mind. Right? Glory to God. Stay on assignment. You're on an, you're on an assignment as ambassadors for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This is important because you, we spend more hours, our waking hours, our strong hours, in the place of employment most of the time than we do with our families. We spend 10 hours assigned to that, about our maybe 10 to 12, two hours or so getting ready, time afterwards, the eight hours in between, some of us even more. So we, can, we cannot miss standing strong in the Lord even in this time. Glory to God. Amen. My time is up, not my spirit. I encourage you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I speak this in your spirit by the power of the Holy Ghost. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong. And in the power of his might, praise God. Represent the Lord, amen, in the earth realm. Remember what Christ said in, in John 17, and amen, and 15, that we're not to be taken out of the world, but kept from the evil one. All of your weaknesses, the areas that really make you angry and get your goat, hey, praise God, the Lord has allowed it to be exposed so that you can be refreshed, so that you can be strengthened, so that you're no longer weak in that area and be in balance. Praise the Lord. Father, I thank you for your kindness, for your love towards us. I thank you, Father, that you have not left us orphans, but you, were, but you came to us, and we'll still continue to do the same. You will not leave us orphans. Thank you, Holy Father, as our shepherd, our overseer. Glory to your name, and you will not allow the evil one to destroy us. Give us strength in the areas that we're weak. Praise God, give us clarity in the areas that we are confused. Give us, amen, direction in the areas that we are lost, that your name may be glorified, that men can see the good works that are in us and give your name praise. But what good is salt if it loses its savor? It's good for nothing but to be thrown out and to be trampled under the feet of men. Strengthen these that are yours, and God be glorified in your, in your saints. Let your name be praised, and the power of your presence be manifested in every place of employment. We give you praise now, God, for what you're doing. Thank you for the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.